Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Take any wins this time of year. Welcome back. Good morning. The show is Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. It's presented by Progressive Insurance and all guests. Join us on the Goodyear Hotline. You got me, Alan Hahn. You got Harry Douglas in with you today. And 888-ESPN-888-729-3776 is the number of the Dr. Pepper call in line. We're asking this question. What team playing on wildcard weekend will be the most dangerous to make a run? Who's that team that if you're in, if you don't have that buy, that you're like, I don't want to play that team. Ooh. Who is that team? Well, the Browns might have been that team if they had been able to pull out the win. No, it would have no, been. No, they would have not been that team. No, huh? you never I'm not going to let them. you I'm not going to let you no, do come that. On. You never Hell know with them to the no, with huh? the expectations that they have. Hell to the no, they would not have been that Can team. you let me set it up, though, Okay, Harry. well, set it Damn, up in, man. But I just want to stop you first. <laughs> well, they were supposed to be that team. How about yes, that? Yes, you're right about that. Is that, that. better? They, they were, were supposed, supposed to, be, to be, and this season has been a lot of disappointment. But last night's game, you can't call a disappointment because they were competitive when they really shouldn't have been considering the amount of players that they were missing, including their starting quarterback. In fact, their first two quarterbacks. Yep were not available to them because of COVID protocols. So no Baker Mayfield. And yet they were competitive. In fact, they had the lead in this game, briefly. But they had it. And there was a play late as the Raiders were marching down. Derek Carr was marching down the field, going for the win as they went on uh, on the field goal, the 48-yarder. But there was a play that stood out to you that you immediately, like you jumped on this play. The minute it happened... And it wasn't even, we didn't even see the end result yet of the game. So it wasn't like you were reacting after. You were reacting in the moment that when, when Foster Moreau, the tight end, makes the catch, about 50 yard line, three Browns players are there and no one tackles him. He takes a couple extra steps, gets out of bounds. And that was a critical, they had no timeouts. Yep. And there was about 29 seconds to go in the game. No one hit him. He gets out of bounds, and you jumped all over that. Why? Because situational football. You got to understand right there that the Raiders don't have any timeouts left. So if you tackle Moreau in bounds, they may only get one more playoff. Mm-hmm. They may get one more playoff, and, tr- and they have they probably have to try like a a long, long distance field goal. But the awareness, right? Instincts, understanding situational football, understanding what's going on uh, within a football game. I, I thought Denzel Ward right there. Should have took a shot at him. You got to put your face mask in there and try to hit that tight end and keep him in bounds because what's on the line? A playoff spot is on the line. What's on the line? Fourth seed if they win the game. Yeah. They're 12th because they lost. That's what's on the line. What's on the line is where you are in the division. Where you would have had, I believe, a three-way tie, right, for the division at this point. Yep. In a division where who knows who's going to win We don't even division. know who's going to win it. At this right, point, so, I think it's going to come down to the last game of the year. So is that just simple time score situation and, and some play, or is that a confusion? What was that? Well, what, no, it's how called, do you not make that tackle? How does all three guys not just jump on him? It looked like a cornerback not willing to sacrifice his body. Come on. In that in moment. In that moment? Yeah. Of all moments to, to make a business decision, as they say, that's yeah. not the moment. That's what he made, a business decision. Damn. The wrong business decision, though. What does that say about the Browns, then? If they got guys like that, they're not all in. And, and, and Denzel Ward is an unbelievable corner for yes. this team. But in that moment right there, you have to make that tackle. You have to shoot your shot. You have to shoot your shot in that moment right What's there. What's he doing, like, when you watch? What? I don't even know what he's like, I, I don't. I don't <laughs> Was he playing tag? Flag, flag football, <laughs> two-hand touch or something. I'd love to get 
his his explanation on that play. Yeah, because that now that, is that in film? Like obviously you've done you did tons of film, and I know I know from all the pros I've talked to that have played in the NFL, they always say the film is the worst part of the week because the honest guy never lies, never lies, and you have to be there in front of your teammates to yeah, see so that. I'm, play. I'll be the coach, Denzel. Just tell me what you're thinking here. Tell me what you're thinking. And then as he gives me my answer, yeah. I say, Bull! Yep. The playoffs on the line. You got to uh, shoot I your saw, shot right here. I, 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 saw, I saw him, and he was, I thought he was going to make but the But see, hit. that's the thing. You can't think. You can't think. In moments like that, you got you to gotta make the play. They drafted you high for a reason. And I understand you're a cover corner. I understand that. You have to shoot your shot in that moment, though. Your team is counting on you. Miles Garrett is counting on you. He's out there giving his all. Every play. Had a little groin injury last night. I see him still going out oh, there, yeah. limping off the field, mm-hmm. trying to give his all because he wants to make the – all he wants to do is get back to the playoffs again. You got to shoot your shot right there, man. Playoffs on the line. So this isn't one of those like, like fly ball to left center and the center fielder and the left fielder are calling for it, and this is the final out of a playoff game. You're both going for it. Like, you like you're, not, you're not deferring because I want to make sure somebody catches We're this We're going to have to run into each other. Yeah. We have to. Yeah. Uh, somebody's catching this ball. Have to. And look what it led to. So that's where they are right now as the Browns are 7-7. Seven and seven. And you've got at the top the Bengals and the Ravens at 8-6. and six. And then the Steelers, like again, the team that we throw dirt on and yet the hand comes up out of the grave yeah. every time at 7-6-1 and one with that tie. But, not, but Who not do you trust in this division? Who's the team that's <laughs> going to take the crown? Who, who is it? I'll say if I had to bet on one team, if I had to bet on one team, and it's crazy I'm about to say this because they are depleted with injuries, but the Ravens organization, I believe in John Harbaugh so much. You're going back to that culture thing, I'm going aren't back you? to the culture, man. Yep. If I have to believe in one team, even though um, they're also on the brinks of not even making the playoffs, well, think I about have it. to the, trust. The, they play the Bengals. Yeah. The Bengals have already beaten them once. Yes. The Bengals win this game. It's over. Oh, yeah, it's over. It's a wrap. Like, that's a playoff game. And I understand it. And, and, but then – the Bengals just struggled with the Denver Broncos. Yep. So it's not like we have a clear-cut winner, but I'm banking on culture and organization um, and, and a team that has been there and done it. So if you're asking me who's going to win this division, who, who, do, I, who do I trust more? Mm-hmm. Not win the division. Who do I trust more? I'll go Ravens. I'll go Steelers. Bengals. Browns. And here's why. <laughs> Organizationally. You're going with the culture clubs. I'm going with the culture clubs mm-hmm. because they've been there and done it. Been there and done it. You're basing it right. You're basing it on coaching. You're basing That's it the only on thing we can go off right now. there because – That's the only thing. Again, the Browns really leave you so, leave you so many questions. It's you hard just seen to that, trust We just them. talked about that play right Thank there, right? You. Right, exactly. So that's why I agree with you power rank-wise. The Bengals are still relatively young. Yeah, they're, so trying to figure no, out, they're trying to figure out how, how to deal with success. Yes. They're trying to figure out, okay, we're in this position. How do we thrive forward? We saw that when they had – when they – First got to first place, yeah. and then they get blown out yep. the very next week. Yep. You know? Like, that's, that's basically it. But, man, I, I, it's, that's when you look at this division and you just shake your head and you say, who? Who is the team? That's, somebody's got to win it. Well, and it's been a long Who's time the one you trust? in this division since we had all four of these teams be this relevant this late as well. That's a good point. So that's a, I think that's good for, for the National Football League. Uh, that all four teams are relevant at this point in the time, but I do think, think, and they all play each other. Yeah, down the stretch. That's why I love this time it's, of year. It's going to come down to the very last game 
who wins this division. All right, 888-ESPN, 888-729-3776 on the Dr. Pepper call line. We've got Rick in Dayton, Ohio on the play. Hey, Rick. Hey, what's going on, guys? Nothing much. How you doing? Listen, I want to chime in on that uh, video you guys just showed about the Browns play. Mm-hmm. You, you put it up again, and number 28 quit on the play also. He just kind of pulled back also. And, you know, everybody built up Baker Mayfield, and it just shows you he's not that good. The third, third string dude just did it just as good as he did. You see, we'll watch it one more time. Is he saying who pulls up? Well, yeah, it's not just it's not just yeah, uh, Osu It's not just him. It's the safety too. The safety kind of took a well. I, like, I, he almost held did up the, a little bit. He almost did the hands up he, emoji. And like, Denzel Ward, like, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> like, what the hell? Why the hell did you just let him go by you? That is legit fly ball to left center, and both guys think the other guy's going to catch it. Look, look, I got it, you take it. That's yeah. exactly what it is in, in baseball. It's yeah. I got it, you take it. Evan, that, and I don't know if they were saying anything, but it's that just bad communication, bad telepathy. Instead of one person or all of them just saying, you know what, I'm going to be that guy and make this play and shooting their shot, mm-hmm. nobody shot their shot. <laughs> Again, I, I agree with you. That's one of those, somebody's got to make this tackle, if you, I'm making if the you tackle. Don't go talk Take to the, it upon if yourself. If you don't go talk to the young lady, how you know How you know she's going to turn you down or not? That's a good point. Shoot your shot, Always. man. Hey, fellas, shoot your shot out there. That is true. No, it's 100% true. I throw little things I, in there. I'd little rather, nuggets in there. No, I like that. No, nuggets, I've, I've lived this. I lived to say, I could tell a story. I'll, I'll tell it to you off there. But uh, let's also point out, though, the Raiders... Win this game, yeah. Derek Carr. Like they are, they're almost hanging on tricked by it a off. Thread. Almost tricked it off, though. Yeah, he oh no, no, no. I know, I know. But still, Derek Carr with 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 another game winning drive, and this is where we got to shout out Keyshawn Johnson. He has told me over and over again, Derek Carr. In fact, he put Derek Carr in his top ten quarterbacks in the league, and everybody thinks he's crazy. But how about this? So Key said Matthew Stafford and Derek Carr are pretty much the same guy, which which makes you say, how is that even possible? Mm-hmm. Remember, Matthew Stafford in Detroit, he never won either. Yeah. Since 2014, that's when Derek Carr entered the league, Carr and Stafford are now tied for the most game-winning drives with 28. Well, that was after that. last night's drive. Look at that stat right there. More than <laughs> Russell Wilson, more than Ben Roethlisberger. Amazing right there. So shout-out to Key for that. Keyshawn J. Will, Max, Alan Hahn, Harry Douglas in, and we're coming to you live from above the Heineken River deck at Pier 17. We all thought last year was trending towards a rematch of Super Bowl One. So will we finally get it this year, or can Brady spoil the party again? We'll discuss that next. KJM, ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM, Channel 80. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger. For the ones who get it done. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. 
Oh, we're back. <laughs> Welcome back. Keyshawn, J. Will, Max, Alan Hahn, Harry Douglas in with you. And Jeff Saturday joining us right now in studio. Jeff, how are we doing? Fantastic. How are you guys doing? Right, it's good morning. to see you. All right, well, Key's not here, so Harry's going to do his real rankings. A top five-ish Super Bowl contenders right now. We'll explain the ish in a minute. Harry's Real Rankings brought to you by Dell for your small business needs. Call Dell Technologies Advisor today at 877-ASK-DELL. Go ahead, HD. I'm ready. Number hey, you're one. Good. The way you're looking at me right now, so, it's a Paul certain Grunte, way. My, my number one team that I have right now will be the Green Bay Packers. I just love what they're presenting right now. Uh, Aaron Rodgers is a guy that can't be stopped. Jeff Saturday, you know this. You played in that organization for a year, I believe. So I'm, I'm going to go with the Packers being at number one. I think they have been the most consistent at up to this point. Number two. Number two, the Kansas City Chiefs. They're, they're doing it uh, with their defense. Their defense has come along. We talked about it all year long, how their defense was terrible. Well, they have picked it up, I'll say, over the last month and a half. And they're playing a good brand of football, those corners. They're manning up. They're playing tight man coverage. I like what Chris Jones, Melvin Ingram, him yes. being added to that football team, allowed Chris Jones to move inside and wreak that havoc. So I like the Chiefs at number two. Number three. My number three team is the Los Angeles Rams. Now, on paper, this is a team who can get it done. My only concern with them is that can they be consistent in the run game? They ran the ball the last two weeks. Now, I want to see them tonight uh, against the Seattle Seahawks, who were 21st against the run. Can they continue that? And I want to see that physical presence from that offensive line. But on paper, they can be as dominant as anybody in the league. Number four. Number four, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I understand they just had a huge loss with Chris Godwin, but they still have Antonio Brown. They still have Gronk. They still have Mike Evans. And who's they the quarterback? They still have uh, Tom Brady. Yeah, that a guy, guy named Brady, the goat of them all. So that's why I have them in my number four spot. Number five, the New England Patriots. I understand they just lost against the um, Indianapolis Colts, mm-hmm. but I don't think Mac Jones is go- Mac Jones is going to make the same mistakes twice. He went on ahead and got his rookie moment out of the way. I think moving forward, I like this defense. I like J.C. Jackson. He's a ball hawk. Matthew Judon, one of the top guys in the league when it comes to getting sacks. Uh, but I like the way they run the football. In the playoffs, in the AFC, you have to be able to run the football. You have to be physical. You have to be tough. Another one. My 5A. <laughs> my 5 Wait, wait. A. It's a top five. Hey, huh? What? My 5A. <laughs> this is the ish. Are the Another Tennessee one. Titans. I've been high on the Tennessee Titans before the season even starts. If this team is healthy, they're going to present a lot of problems to a lot of organizations when it comes playoff time. I like Jeffrey Simmons. You see Harold mm-hmm. Landry, what he's doing, Rashawn Evans, Kevin Byard in the back end. But they have to get their offensive line right. And Derrick Henry should be coming back. A.J. Brown, Ooh. I think, coming back this week. And if they can get Julio um, to, to, to last throughout uh, a full game, I think this team is going to be scared to deal with. It's still a Titan, man. I appreciate it, though. Loyalty is everything. What, what, what about the Cowboys? We don't want nothing? Cowboys defense has been playing fantastic lately. But the, the way their offense is playing right now, they can be one and done. The way their offense is playing right now. One and done. They can be one and done. The one way their and done? offense is playing. Uh, like, do you like the list, by the way, Jeff? Uh, no, I don't like the list. I mean, there, there are things I like about the list, but <laughs> how, how we just put the Patriots on the list after after uh, the Colts just uh, put the hammer down on them, I'm, I'm a little surprised on the Patriots. I would agree with the Titans, but the ifs on the injuries for me yeah. um, 
I would probably put the Cowboys above the Titans right now just because the I do think the injuries are going to stay. I, I mean, if Derrick Henry comes back, it's a completely different conversation. Yeah. I, I think we've answered the whole Tannehill-Henry, you know, argument that we had all last season of who made who better and all the Derrick Henry listen, any, it would make any team better. So if he comes back, they, they become a completely different team, in my opinion. Um, but, but from the Cowboys' perspective, I actually think they're going to continue. I think the continuity of them practicing – will matter. And I think, you know, everybody's taking <clears throat> excuse me, taking shots on Dak and the way he's played and all fairly, right? He has not played well, but without CD Lamb practicing, without Amari Cooper practicing, without two of their tackles playing in games and practicing. Harry, you and I both know, man, offensive football is all about continuity. You got to go up with the same 11 and and you have to work at it. Like to to think that you don't have to practice is such a disservice to the game. Yeah. I, and I can remember but oh man, he, you know, very few guys. Like Aaron Rodgers might be one, right? I mean, but yes. like let's be real, <laughs> most players in the NFL need to practice their craft. And so when you can't get out there together, and think about, man, Dak didn't play most of the preseason. Then he hurts the calf, so he's been out. Ezekiel Elliott's been banged up. Pollard's been out. Like You can go through a number of different things on this offense. I think as they continue to practice together, they'll get better. Now, the Mike McCarthy issue is a whole other conversation. I, I, I don't like his game management. Again, showed up again this past weekend. Uh, when you're getting four turnovers, man, you can, you can gloss over anything. Mm-hmm. That's a tight ball game. That's a completely different. Uh, set of situ- or set of circumstances. Well, I, I was telling Han yesterday when it came to the Cowboys. When I'm watching them offensively right now, it looks like they're not on one accord. Oh, you, for sure. You have one guy messing up here, one guy messing up there, and we all know defensively you can do that and get away with it. Offensively, if all eleven guys not, aren't on one accord, right. then it's going to derail a play. Yeah. But my thing is, is that. I want Dak to take the ownership of, of it and say, okay, guys, listen, after practice, we need to stay 25 more minutes. Yeah. We need to hit on these throws, A, B, C, or D. Uh, on Saturday mornings, before the big meeting, hey, I need receivers, tight ends, and running backs to come with me. Sure. We're going to have our own separate meeting. Yeah. So they can be on one accord on the football field because there are times where I'm seeing receivers doing one thing, Dak doing another Amen. thing, and the running back is doing a separate thing, and you can't have that if you want to have success Playoff time in the National Football League. And I'll I'll, I'll say this, too, about Kellen Moore has not done, in my opinion, the last few weeks especially, has not done a great job of putting them in a situation to be successful. Uh, You you know, listen, like when when you think about blocking schemes and and where players fit in and how they – and what they do best – I don't think he continues to put them in the position. He he started out hot um, and has kind of regressed a little bit through the midway portion of the season. I don't think that's necessarily teams catching up. I think they haven't called things that I would have thought would have been the strength of their of their football team, um, and, and they just got to get back to doing it. Listen, when Dak was at his best, they were leading the league in rushing, and I know everybody out there, oh, he's an offensive lineman. He's always going to say that. Listen, when you're averaging 160 yards a game, your quarterback's going to look really good, right? So, so let's get back. You know, let's, let's, let's major in those things. Uh, let's don't major in the minors of, of always attacking our passing game. Let's work that thing around. Yeah. It's important. And, and get it's a, creative in the run game. Amen. They can be creative. They, they, they can be more creative in the run game. Don't just sit back and we're just going to hand it off. Yeah. Like basic runs. Don't be basic in your run game. Yeah. There's all kind of creative ways you can do it. Look yeah. at Kyle Shanahan. You, oh, yeah. Motions, deception. Get the defense thinking more than one one thing and then you present another thing and, and, I, and listen I've, I've had this discussion a bunch and, and uh Dan Orlowski and I have had this conversation even in the green room back in Bristol 
man, they 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 don't they don't gap scheme, but and when they do, which means like powers where you see like a one one offensive lineman blocking down, another one pulling. You'll see two pullers or one puller and a tight end following or whatever that. And what it does is it creates a lane for the running back. The vision now becomes very clear. Zone blocking is when all five guys and the tight ends have to be kind of you know in continuity together. That's very difficult, and to your point, it's very bland, right? And when you're always stepping, you can put a bunch of run blitzes in there that make it very hard against a, a zone blocking team. When you're gap blocking, guys are blocking down and pulling. A lot of times, it can it can it can show up because it c- creates cr- uh, clear reins for the backs, and they make things happen. With the, you know, I heard Dan mention that as well yesterday when he was talking about what they're doing with the offensive line, and I wondered. And again, this is you know, I'm more a basketball guy than I am football. So you would know this better than anybody. Is it sort of a thinking of uh, my offensive line has had injury issues? Do I want to protect them a little bit, be a little more conservative what I'm doing so we're there at the end, and then we can do that stuff when the games matter? Their division is terrible. They're going to win this division walking away. Right. So is there, is there a thought to that, that perhaps it's style this back and make sure we've got our five guys ready to go because that's the strength of the team, that's the strength of the offense – or am I just trying to find an excuse for Kellen Moore? Yeah, I think it's, I think it's an excuse. It's actually easy. Gap scheme blocking is actually easier for offensive linemen, right? You can you can get a you can cross face guys. You 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 know more for the for the guards and the pullers. You're usually going to lock up on a DB mm-hmm. or a linebacker, which for us is refreshing, right? And there are guys <laughs> that you don't necessarily up front have to block, which makes it again on the back side. It's more of a step down and hinge, so it does actually alleviate some of the the, the physical beating you take. Listen, every time you zone block, it has to be these double teams that have to be very precise. Linebackers get taught to come downhill and take you off the double team which you know when you listen when you're going to bang on linebackers who get paid like like Bart Bart Scott used to be I'm a big old hammerhead right like this dude just wants to come bam like that's all he wants to do you're like good gracious can we do something where we can just you know we can wall him off I don't have to like stick and drive every single time so no I think I think Kellen Moore for whatever reason uh he's gotten away from it they did it early in the season they need to get back to it so Bart Scott is like when they shoot a cannonball into your stomach it's exactly right right (laughs) yeah he lives for that I mean you, you hear him on the radio like like he he exudes. He just he just wants to go run into the brick wall. Like he's that guy. He wants to bust the brick wall up. You're like Bart, man. Just avoid the hit. He would not avoid the hit. He wanted all the noise and then some. <laughs> all right, you didn't like the list. So who's your? He didn't say he didn't like yeah, the list. I, I believe, believe, it was a couple things. I he, believe the quote. He was, didn't like the Patriots being on the list. Yeah, but, I don't like the Patriots being on the list. I do like the Packers. Packers were one. I agree with that. I think okay. I think uh, Chiefs are two. I would have put the Colts on the list. I would have put. I said that last week before they beat the Patriots. By the way, even on Stephen A.'s list on first take, I think they're the most physical team in the AFC. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the Chiefs don't want to see them. I mean, as good as the Chiefs are, I, I mean, you know, they are they are hoping somebody knocks out a team like the Patriots and the Colts because those two teams match up really well against that style. Like as, as well as they're playing, the Chiefs are. Finesse. Exactly. When you line up and just want to come downhill at somebody and play that style of football, that travels. Uh, so I, I would put those guys up there. The Bucks for me, are similar to the, to the Titans. The injuries scare me to death right yeah. now. I mean, the listen – I, Godwin is, is 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 awful. I, I, man, my prayers are up for this guy being a contract year. You were yep. devastated for him. Yep. However, Fournette being injured is massive. Yes. Let me just tell you how good this dude really. Mm-hmm. He is a freaking dude, and the whole the whole you know 
playoff Lenny. This guy has been in playoff Lenny form for the last month. Out of the backfield, he is the number one target for running backs in the. This guy can go, man, and he can stay in all three downs, which is so important. And with Giovanni Bernard, Giovanni Bernard, UNC guy, by the way, fellow Tar Heel, him being injured. You you now limit how explosive that offense can be because you you know Ronald Jones as good as he is he's more of a runner he's not going to be a pass catcher so Fournette being out in a soft tissue injury late in the season for a running back like receivers like guys like 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 he knows how to work his way around it they can throttle down routes from time to time they know when they really but a running back. That dude gets beat up every play. Yeah, There's no real protecting yourself. Mm-hmm. And so with a soft tissue injury this late in the season, man, it's devastating for them. Yeah, that, that's the one to watch more than anything at all because he has been so important to this offense. Absolutely. Sorry. Well, all right, so he didn't like the list, Harry. That was the quote that I got. That's, yeah. that's what I took with me. I took that out of context, but that's what I'm going to let you media. slide this time, huh? <laughs> but all right, we roll on with Jeff Saturday in studio with us. Alan Hahn, Harry Douglas on KJM, presented by Progressive Insurance. It all gets joined us on the Goodyear Hotline. And Jeff's with us, giving us that straight talk. But to that straight talk, wireless, no contract, no compromise. All right. So Harry had the Packers at number one. You, I believe, agreed that the Packers would be number one as far as contenders. But the question we're asking, and we're asking also on the Dr. Recall line, is what team that would be playing this? So let's not the ones that would get a bye, but teams that we expect to be in wildcard weekend. Which of those teams do you think would be that dangerous team? Like the team that you're saying – I do not want to play them. Who would that be? And right now, I would say from the AFC it would be the Colts. I mean, you you saw and they still could win their division. Too, yeah, 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 they're yeah. Still. They're still in the battle. But Tennessee beat them twice, so it's going to be tough yep. for them to overcome. If Tennessee wins, I mean, obviously uh, they have to do their part. But I would say the Indianapolis Colts because everything they do travels. You know, they are a turnover machine on defense, but but. They're also a good, you know, there's some defenses that just live on turnovers, right? And, and, and they're kind of one of those teams where you can move the ball and get points, but they're opportunistic. I think the Colts are a really good defense, plus they get turnovers, which, which sounds similar, but it's really not. Like mm-hmm. teams who can, they can be physical, hunker down, and, and defend not only the run, but the pass on the back end, and they, and they get the turnovers. Their run game, Jonathan Taylor, like this kid is unbelievable. I mean, when you saw him in the game against the Patriots with two, you know, with Hightower and McCourty in the hole unblocked, he makes them both miss and takes that thing yard. That's a different cat. And and that don't matter if it's 20 degrees or 75 degrees, bro. Mm-hmm. Like that right there, you you don't want a heavy dose of that. That, that, that is a difference maker. Yep. So when, when you think, of, when I think of the AFC, I would think, everybody's hoping the Colts don't make it. Like, they stub their toe somehow down the road, don't end up getting in, because uh, that is a physical, physical – and I've said this for six weeks. Like, this is the most physical team, and they they will – I mean, they like the noise. I mean, they, they all of them up front want to hammer on you. Their defensive line wants to hammer on you. Both sides uh, of the ball. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, that, that is – The, the like, line of scrimmage for them, they dominate both sides. Both sides. Yeah. And, and they play consistent. And, the, and the, the one question mark you would have is, if you get forced for Carson Wentz, yep. what, will he, what will he be? And that's what you thought against the Patriots, that Bill Belichick always tries to take away your strong arm, right? Yeah. He couldn't take away Taylor. No. He couldn't do and it. And he tried. And, and there's and no doubt. And he tried. Yeah. There's no <laughs> doubt that was, the, that was the focus. Take away that, make Carson Wentz throw. And it, and it, and it didn't work. Now, Harry – But I'll say this. I'll say this about the coach, too. Carson Wentz has an opportunity to switch the narrative Absolutely. of his career within Absolutely. the last, what, three yeah. or four years. If he just plays a smooth brand of football, 
Um, don't turn it over. Game manager. And manage the game and put them in positions to win. He can switch a lot of narratives that, that, that were over his head coming into the season. No, that's a great point. Here has been my issue with, with Carson Wentz. He has played really well this season. Okay, like if you look at his numbers, he's played really well. There have been moments like, I, I didn't like the game plan against Tampa. I, I, I thought they should have run more when they just they kind of got away from Jonathan Taylor. So I'm not going to put Carson Wentz in that one because the, the Titans won. Yeah, the Titans. Mm-hmm. Those, those, the, those two interceptions. Two plays, and then even against the Patriots, yep. he has a little boot out there. Like, at some point, you have to realize protecting the football and punting might be your best play. Yeah. And, and, and that to me, that it's not can he make the throws. It's, not, it's that when the moment gets big, will he make the right decision at that moment? That's the scariest part for me. It's not can he throw it, can he get touched. Like, I believe in all those things. It's in that moment because, listen, they were, I think they were up 14. There was only – I think there was, there was, it was the fourth quarter. He rolls out – Man, it's first down. Like just and, and and from my perspective, I would if if I'm Frank Reich, I'm not even giving him the option. Like we're gonna run that ball right there. First down, <laughs> I'm not even gonna give him the option to mess it up because again, if he does, it could truly set you back. And and it's it's that less is more thing that he's not a young I mean, he's young, but he's not a young quarterback right. anymore. He's been in the league long enough now to be able to understand those moments. Amen. That's the big test, certainly, certainly for him. Yeah. Harry yeah. had another team that's on the NFC side that no one's talking about. Scary. But he feels like don't want to see them. I think, you know, I, think I know where, where you where yeah, San Francisco no, 49ers. That's where I was All going. Right, there it is. San Fran. Serendipity. And, 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 and a lot of people gave me riffraff yesterday because I said right now, within yeah. the last month and a half, the San Francisco 49ers are the best team in the NFC West. Yeah. And I'm going to continue to say it again. That's a fact. Because they present a brand of football that just about everybody in the, I say the NFC except Tampa. Right. Don't want to play. Absolutely. And that's smash mouth football. Mm-hmm. But see, they have a lot of unique players yes. on their roster. Use check yeah. at that H back position yep. who can do a multiplicity of different things. Yep. George Kittle, who can do a multiplicity yes. of different things. Debo Samuel, yep. the same. Brandon IU. So you have yep. all these pieces plus a Kyle Shanahan who's going to throw shifts, yep. who's going to throw motions. And it doesn't matter who the hell the running back is. That's right. He's going <laughs> to make right. it work that's in San right. Francisco. Yeah. So I made that statement yesterday. A lot of people gave me problems about it, but I said right now, yeah, because the Rams are trying to come along, yeah, at this moment, yeah. Right now, the last six games, they're five and one. They've beaten the Bengals, yeah, um, and they've beaten the Cardinals, two playoff teams right now. Uh, not the Cardinals, but um, God, who was the other one? The Rams. They beat the Rams and they beat the Bengals, yeah, within that stretch. So I think the the the, the San Francisco 49ers, if if any team, I know Green Bay doesn't want to play them, right? I know Arizona doesn't want to play them. Uh, when they're full strength and, and on this on this stride, oh, yeah. and then you have the Rams, and then you have every, the Cow- I know the Cowboys don't want to play them. That's right. So I like the 49ers right now. I like what they present. I, I, I knew where you were going. And listen, I f- I feel the same. I, I talked about this on NFL Rewind yesterday. That the the thing with the 49ers, I think they're six and two in their last eight games, and these play the, the, the you can tell they have bought in. And they are believing in what they can do. They finally gotten healthy. But Jimmy G, I think someone told me yesterday, like Jimmy G in the last six weeks has the highest QBR, maybe in the NFL, over like the six game stretch. Like these are the things like when everybody talks about Jimmy G not being a game, I mean not not winning games for whatever reason. When he gets hot in Kyle Shanahan's offense, man, like he is a reason they went to the Super Bowl a few years ago. He's and, been in it for years yeah. now too, so he knows that it. it's like a second language yeah. for him now. I mean, and so when your quarterback's playing well, to your to your Debo Samuel, man. 
Like what this dude does. Versatility. It's unbelievable. Yep. And, and I love that you coupled he and George Kittle because I would say those two, like George Kittle, everybody sees him for his pass catching, oh, which is phenomenal. He nasty. This dude, yeah, he is a freaking grinder, nasty. bro. Like when, when he, he hits people in the face. And and you can tell he enjoys it, like his his that the foot movement, the leg drive, uh, for whatever reason, man, he got in that Trent Williams mindset, dude. He wants to throw cats out the club regularly. I love watching him play, and that is unique to the NFL. When a tight end is that strong at catching the football, he's even a better blocker, man. It's special. And another thing that carries over, you mentioned that. That 49ers team went to the Super Bowl. Yeah. They have guys carried over. You have Trent Williams, who's been with Kyle Shanahan. Mm-hmm. You have Alex Mack at the center position, who went to yeah. the Super Bowl with Kyle Shanahan yeah, they, in Atlanta. They so are, you have a continuity there. Yeah, and there's something there to, to certainly watch with, with that group. But, Jeff, while we have you, I, I do want to ask you, though, about Aaron Rodgers. And he's now the MVP favorite. All right, The Packers, you both agree, would be a, a Super Bowl favorite yeah. as well. So what would that mean? And, and would it have on, on him staying? Because he's really kept it as vague as he possibly can. Sure. Almost he wants it to be that way, so we all keep talking about it. Yeah. But, I mean, getting another, another MVP and another ring, what would that mean to him and the idea of, you know what, this is home, I'm staying in Green Bay? You, you would hope it would, it would kind of bring him back to, this is the best place for me. I mean, listen, they've been in two NFC Championship games in a row. If he gets the second MVP in a row and gets to the Super Bowl, he will have been to two NFC championships and a Super Bowl with this coach in three years. Where are you going to go to to duplicate that? Like, I'm I'm just saying, like, okay, so maybe the Saints, right? You you would give yourself a possibility there. If you look at what Matt LaFleur has been able to do with this football team, the strength of their defense now, their setup offensive line, they got Dylan uh, and, I mean, like, like, and Jones, they, they, he has put the pieces and parts together, and I know we have criticized the wide receiver position, but if they can keep Devontae Adams there, I mean, it is, why would you want to go anywhere else? Again, there is something about having to go learn a new place. Very rarely does it turn out like Tom Brady made it turn out. And, and again, if they'll give you what you want, which is conversation in the front office, which I think the Green Bay Packers are going to, I, I just don't – I do not see why you would want to leave, man. I, and look, all work relationships, I'm not saying – I'm not saying he and the GM will ever be friends. You don't got to be friends to be good coworkers, man. That's the fact. I mean, I know everybody thinks that everybody in the locker room loves each other. No. That is not true. <laughs> not I'm just telling all. you right there are dudes who you do not like, and I will line up right beside him. If I know he is the best player in that squad, I'm, I want to line him up. When, when, when we break and I hit the shower, see you, bro. I'll yeah. see you tomorrow, <laughs> yeah. and I'll see you in the offseason. I don't have to love ends. you. I just have exactly. to trust you. Yeah. I just got to go play with you, yeah. man. I mean, it's just it like we don't got to be friends. And, and in Green Bay, they don't need to be friends because they're successful in a work relationship. Yeah, and we've seen that many times before. Yeah. Look at the Chicago Bulls and all the championships they won, and they all hated each other, apparently. <laughs> hey, Jeff, great to see you. Thanks so much. Appreciate Good you, stuff. Fellas. As always, you can catch Jeff Saturday on Get Up in just a few minutes. But we still have more football to discuss, including, yeah, a Tuesday night doubleheader. More football tonight, including a huge game with one first-place team tonight. 
Support for this podcast and the following message comes from Wise, the account that helps you manage your money all around the world. Dining in dollars, doing business and bot, wherever life takes you, the Wise account helps you send, spend, and receive in different currencies fast. Wise is the easy way to connect all of your finances internationally. Buying that dream property in Portugal? Done. Freelancing in France? No problem. Sending money back to mom? Simple. All without hidden fees or exchange rate markups. Minimum fees, maximum ease, full speed. Join 16 million customers and learn how the Wise account could work for you by downloading the app or visiting wise.com slash unsportsmanlike. It's demon time on Prize Picks, where you can now win up to 100 times your money. That's right, 100, 100 times, times your money. money. With as little as four correct picks, you can turn $10 into $1,000. Demons and goblins are the newest and most exciting way to play at Prize Picks. Squares marked with red demons or green goblins get you different payouts. And as always, Prize Picks is really simple to play. You can make your picks and submit your entry in less than 60 seconds. They even offer injury insurance so that your entries stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. Quick withdrawals, easy gameplay, and an enormous selection of players and stats types are what make prize picks the number one daily fantasy sports app go to prizepicks.com morning and use code morning for a first deposit match up to 100 that's prizepicks.com morning code morning for a first deposit match up to 100 prize picks pick more pick less it's that easy the Keyshawn j will and max podcast there aren't a lot of teams that have two skill guys that are playing as well in recent weeks as the Niners do with Kittle and Samuel. I mean, those guys are unbelievable. The Niners are in a position right now where, frankly, it would be a surprise if they don't make the postseason, but they're even kind of trending in the direction of being that team that's in the NFC playoffs that nobody wants to see come mid-January. I just think they present a brand of football uh, when you talk about the playoffs that you want to play. More football, Harry Douglas. Yeah, football Tuesday. Then we get a day off. Then we got football Thursday. Then we get a day off. And then we got Saturday. Explosive. We got Sunday. We got Monday. Like it's a lot Explosive. of football. Explosive. Go ahead. Explosive. I, I don't want to step all over you. Go ahead. Explosive. We'll stop right there, huh? <laughs> <laughs> well, as we talked about you saying, well, you know, I'll tell you what. Let me first say this. Keyshawn J. Will Max presented by Progressive Insurance. Do you have pets? No, I don't. You don't. I have two dogs. And you know what? This is very important. If your pet is hurt in a car accident, Progressive pays up to $1,000 in vet expenses with free pet coverage. That's awesome. Visit Progressive.com. Okay. As I mentioned, we just heard you there talking about the 49ers you call the best team right now in the NFC West. Hey, y'all better start listening to me. The best don't team. Don't wait just now. Don't wait too late, hon. Now, in the Tell them don't wait too late, hon. It has, we have the, the Rams. As Tell the, them don't wait too late, hon. Right, right. Get on the bus. Get on the bus. Right? The don't doors wait, are closing. Don't wait too Watch late. for closing doors. So the Rams play tonight against the, uh, the Legion with no boom, Seattle. <laughs> and that's that. one of the games that was moved to Tuesday. And, and this is an important game for the Rams on many levels, of course, as you know, because, as you said, in that division, objects are closer than they appear in the mirror. Right? They are a lot yeah. closer, and that includes the 49ers. So you get this win, you and the Card- and the Cardinals have been struggling. This is, this is a team you have to – I don't know. what If you're telling me the 49ers are the team that's watching this division, yeah. and I'm looking at the Rams as a team that I think maybe is getting it right, 
They have Matthew Stafford. They've made all these moves. They are all in. They get this win, which you expect them to get. Yes? Like, is yeah. this one of those? I expect them to win expect this game. Expect them to win the game tonight. Yeah. I expect them to win this game, but when you look at their schedule, you look at what's ahead, right? Um, they win this game against the Seattle Seahawks, which I want to see them win in a dominating physical fashion. I, that's what I want to see. I understand the Seahawks are last in, in pass defense. They're 21st against the run. I want to see that run game. I want to see that offensive line dominating the defensive line of the Seattle Seahawks. That's what I want to see, right? But when you look at the, the Los Angeles Rams and you look at their schedule moving forward, after tonight, they have the Vikings, yeah. they have the Ravens, mm-hmm. and they have the 49ers. Ooh. That's a hell of a little gauntlet. And you lose this game? Left. The 49ers are one game back. Yeah. And you lose this game tonight. Because I'm going to be Mr. Negative because, you know, we always look at it. It's um, Athletes, you guys are always like, how are we going to win? Yeah. In the media, it's like, how are they going to lose? Yeah, I noticed that when I crossed over. It's just something about that. <laughs> so they lose this game. All of a sudden, the win over the Cardinals, the way the Cardinals are playing, maybe that win doesn't look so impressive anymore. Maybe the Cardinals are going to a place that we, we didn't see it happening. But when you go to Detroit and you throw the jerseys on the field and lose, then I got to question what you're about. So that win might not be as quality as we thought for the Rams. Yeah. And if you lose to sorry Seattle, and Russell Wilson can make but things it's, difficult. Hey, Russ is back then to being I Russ. I question what the even what the Rams are right now. So there's a lot to prove tonight. Well, here's my thing with the Rams. They went through a little stretch, right? Yeah. Um, where they had the Titans, who look like they're going to make the playoffs. The 49ers, who look like they're going to make the playoffs. And the Packers, who are the number one seed right now in the NFC, mm-hmm. right? They lost all three of those games. So they played the Jaguars. They got the running game going, yes. right? They played the Arizona Cardinals, who are spiraling downwards yes. right now. Uh, I don't even know what the Arizona Cardinals' identity are. I don't know if they're a running team, if they're a passing team. Well, without D-Hop, they're probably more running team now. Well, I mean, no one even knows. Yeah. No one even knows. I don't even know if they know right now. And then they, they have the Seattle Seahawks, which you just can't say that they're going to beat the Seattle Seahawks because – the Seahawks, over time, has given this team problems, mm-hmm. right? Have give, has given Russell Wilson. You always have a chance with Russell Wilson. And it's a division game. Yeah, I mean, division it, game. These games matter. The Vikings are fighting for a playoff berth as well. So you can't just say, okay, we're just going to go beat the Vikings. You can't just say we're just going to go beat the Baltimore Ravens because what they have done with less on their team has mm-hmm. been crazy this year. Yep. And then the 49ers, who put a mud hole in you, the first time you played them, and you, who physically imposed their will, who moved men from point A to point B against their will in that first matchup. So this is a critical juncture in the Los Angeles Rams schedule right now. So you're telling me must-watch game out of the two. You're not telling me the NFC East game isn't uh, Washington Eagles is not the must-watch. You guys <laughs> both happen at the same time? <laughs> I'm going to have both on, but... Yeah, well, we got to talk about the... Uh, the NFC East and, and what's happening in that division because while these two teams are playing, who knows what's going to happen with those two teams. One quarterback is done for the year and might be done with his team. We'll discuss next. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. We're just weeks into this year, and the news is already nonstop. Two overseas wars, a presidential election already testing the democratic process, a former president in court. It can feel exhausting, borderline impossible to keep up with, but we can help. 
I'm Brad Milkey, the host of Start Here, the daily podcast from ABC News. Every morning, my team and I get you caught up on the day's news in a quick, straightforward way that's easy to understand with just enough context so you can listen, get it, and go on with your day. So kickstart your morning. Start smart with Start Here and ABC News because staying informed shouldn't feel like a chore.